week 118. And this is Ladies Week, y'all. So, I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but some gels um, make sex protective gear. I, as in condoms and dental dams and all of that good stuff, unavailable because they don't want to seem like they're promoting or encourage, encouraging the inmates to have sex. Now, here's the thing. When Aaron thought about this question, it reminded him how some schools would not want to have the sex education classes and the videos and all that stuff because they did not want to promote sex. So in both scenarios, like sex is going to happen anyway in jail, because I promise you, if I was in jail, I would be a daddy for sure, for sure. <laughs> Fucking all the bitches in jail. <laughs> but in, in both cases, whether in jail or whether in school, sex is, in, is inevitable. It's like Thanos. It's inevitable. You know, so like, you know, my, my question is like, you know, so what are your general thoughts on this topic? Like, what can we what can be done to protect these like at risk populations in jails and schools and stuff like that? So um, I was actually signed on to actually talk about this first, but I honestly I want to hear what Chrissy has to say first about this. Well, <laughs> I was just having this. I have this discussion all the time with people like sexual urges happen in the womb you gonna feel some sexual urges no matter where you at <laughs> it don't matter if you're in a cage or if you're free you're gonna want to fuck you're gonna want to sex you don't want to touch you're gonna want to kiss you want to lick you don't want to touch all that you don't want to do all that that's something that's natural so a cage is not going to change any of that right you know so, all right, if you're gonna, okay, if it's a good, damn it, provide the condoms. Because people are gonna fuck. They're gonna do it. They're gonna have sex. They're gonna do it. You're not gonna stop it, no matter what. And trying to is gonna encourage it even more because people are naturally rebellious by nature. We're not, Absolutely. we're not here to follow anyone's standard. We are. <laughs> definitely created the way that we are people call it divine or whatever they call it you know we're created the way that we're created we're all sexual beings so why try to discourage it in any setting if you're going to uh at least address it address it in a healthy manner provide condoms provide provide you know, education, you know, because people are going to have sex. If they're attracted to somebody in whatever setting they're in, they're going to have sex, provide the things that's going to protect them from illness and disease. That's my opinion about that. I agree. I think that when it comes to like being in jail and also school, because let's just be honest, it's basically the same thing. Um, <laughs> You know, um, a lot of the times, especially in women's prison and also in men's prison, like you don't have to worry about, I mean, I'm going to say, you know, you have to worry about like, you know, female fucking another female or male fucking another female, but a lot of DCOs be fucking the females in the female prisons as well. And I'm pretty sure they're not getting ready for the start of their shift. Like, oh, let me pack a condom right quick. You know what I'm saying? And then the female gets pregnant. She has a baby. It's just like this whole commotion for no, for no reason when if the aid is available then i think that it should be given 
I, I approach sex in school and sex in prison like how I approach, you know, sex when I talk when I talked about it with my 13 year old daughter, when I talked about it with my nephew who at the time was like 14, I think like that. Like, you know, like I was very honest with them about it. I was just like, yo, you're gonna get to a point where the shit feel good and you gonna wanna do it often. So, you know what I'm saying? If you gonna do it often, what's the number one rule? My nephew said, don't get one of these hoes pregnant. I was like, you are absolutely correct. However, how are you not gonna do that? He was like, use a condom. Absolutely. If you never ever need a condom, come to me. You know, like before, um, before I got into a relationship, I was really big on keeping condoms in my house. Cause you know, like this whole, you know, this whole stigma that, that men are supposed to bring the condoms when they're coming over for booty calls. And then they come over without the condom and you still want to fuck. So y'all still fucking without a condom. Absolutely not. I'll sit there. I'll, I've sat in Walmart for 45 minutes one time waiting for an associate to come over to unlock the condom so I can give you a box of condoms. Like, I'd like, no, like if, if it's there, you should be able to utilize it. And I think that what schools and what the county is not understanding is that when they're at, if they're making these options available, that is going to decrease the headache that the public school system have or that schools have or that you know the county has when it comes to jails and stuff like that like if we're making it available for them because we're always going to find a way you're right Chrissy we're all we're absolutely are always going to find a way to break the fucking rules it's in our nature like it's in our nature as humans not just as black people or black women or black like it's just in our nature as people as a people to break the rules so I think that if we are handling it to where we are pre, we are we are making these pre-assumptions that these things are happening, that while these things are happening, that'll be less we gotta deal with. That'll be less, you know, STDs that are transferred around the, you know, the schools or should I say the community for them schools or the jail and being in jail and stuff like the prison system and stuff like that. It's, it's less of those things, less pregnancies you know, less abortions and all of that, uh, all, all of those things. Like it'll be a, it'll be a decrease in what society deems as the wrong situation in these situations. So hopefully like, you know, the prison system get their act together and like get on fucking board. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go to my home girl, Fifi. What's up, baby? You see, I'm a poet and you already know it. <laughs> hey girl, hey. Um, I feel like Chrissy took the words right out of my mouth and I agree with her. Like they should definitely supply these things. I mean, everybody's grown at the end of the day. So it's not even guaranteed that motherfuckers is going to use it. You know what I'm saying? Like they, everybody's going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. If you want to, like you said, you forget it, that heat of that moment is brewing. You want to say, fuck that shit, pull out. And then it's easier for women, though, too, because if you're a woman fucking with another woman, you can't make a baby. So you're not about to get pregnant. You can make but, a baby, I mean, child. you do still, you still do have the risk of, you know, all the STDs and all that other stuff, but people take those risks all the time that mm -hmm. aren't even in, you know, prison or mm -hmm. anything else. Like, even the kids that are in school, they have access to it outside of school. You know, 
So yes, the school system should make them more aware and do what they need to do and supply these things. But even with that being said, isn't like as a parent, you're supposed to have that conversation too though? Mm-hmm. And do all that stuff. So should we really like when it comes to the school aspect of everything, should we put that all on the school system? Because you know, you gotta have that talk with your kids. You gotta <laughs> supply it and stuff like that. Your kid going to school to learn history, science, math, and Spanish or French, whatever they want. But and you know, like you gotta be the adult and have that conversation with your kid. But as far as like the prison systems and stuff like that go, they should definitely make that more accessible to them. Cause you got people that's in there for life. Ain't no way in hell they not getting their dick sucked for life. Okay. Right. Somebody's doing something. Somebody's getting done in the butt. If something happens. So they should definitely give that option to the inmates if they're not. I agree. Jazz, you back with us? Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. You're good, girl. You know, we got your back. That's what ladies do, you know? <laughs> um, so we were, we're talking about the prison system and school systems not um, aiding and bidding. <laughs> That's a funny way to put it. Um, sexual education in the school systems and um, the prison systems, like, you know, uh, like contraceptives, like maybe birth control or you know, dental dam, work a little kind of, kind of, like, you know, so what do you think about that? Should they put it in the schools or not, or what should? Well, in the, more so in the prisons, it's just that in school, they don't talk about it as well. Oh, so should they talk about it or not, right? Or yeah, should, should these things be available in prisons, like condoms, like, because, you know, in an all-women prison, you know, it's an all it's an all woman, so they don't think that condoms should be available, but not knowing that the CEOs be fucking the prisoners. Yeah, um, yeah, it should. I think I think that's a good idea. So they can have it and you know, whenever they need to use it, they can use it. <laughs> Yeah, should they should they be doing it in school as well? Because, you know, a lot of times, so the reason why they don't want to do it is because they don't want to promote or encourage these people to have sex. Um. Yeah, I think they shouldn't do it in the, I think if they're going to do that, like how us and anyone like older or whatever in schools, if they're going to do it, I think that kind of can be a new good thing that they should do. But I think they can only, they should only do it for people who are like middle and high school because their ages where they're getting bigger and they're aware. But I don't think like, even if you know about some stuff younger, like you're not like promoting it kind of thing because you're not going to probably do it if you don't know about something like just anything. Anyone's not going to do something if they don't know about it for the most part. I think it should kind of be more promoted to like depending middle and high school because you're off to, you're like old enough like older you're probably like you know smart enough for a lot of different things <laughs> yeah so when when you say older um I want to propose this question because a lot of the people that I know um like they lost their virginity at 12 
I'm like literally one of my only friends that stayed that stayed a virgin until I was 18 and graduated high school. You know, you you didn't know that about me. I I, I went to college pregnant, boo. I got pregnant my first time having sex. I went to college pregnant. <laughs> but um. I know you were pregnant. I was just saying. I know it was the first time. <laughs> yeah, my first time. Yeah. So you you don't think that it should be something that should be talked about well before high school because, like you know, they're doing this in middle school, like middle school where I'm at in Cleveland. I went to Collinwood Middle School. It doesn't exist anymore. But I went to Collinwood Middle School. It was lit in Collinwood Middle School. A lot of people doing a lot. Of, there's a party that my sister wasn't attending to. That I've had, I've heard so many rumors about the nasty shit that it went down. She still has to this day, and I'm 32 and she's 34, has never told me about this fucking party. Never told me the details about this party or anything like that. No, I, I think, I guess you're right just by you saying that. Because um, I, I don't know, every, every like, like anything else, everybody's situation is different. So you're only going to a person can know about something or, or not that's kind of like the same thing but not really because if you're not like you can know of something but not really know something that has happened kind of thing like I'm speaking that's kind of how I talk so like yeah like I because I listen to some a lot of YouTube stuff and you know and I before that I I know what you're saying just like anything else so I knew like some people get exposed to like different stuff at different ages because of whatever their environments and family and whatever but um yeah that that would be a good deal because of that but it's still like too young but with that being the case they should right because they happen to be exposed to it so they can know more and then since they know at the time they're already going to know more when they get older you know Right. I agree. I agree. I definitely appreciate y'all's input on this. You know, um, just completely amazing topics that we talked about. Thank you, Erin, for coming up with these amazing topics for women to discuss on Ladies Week of Promos TV, on Verse TV. Okay, so to go ahead and maneuver to different a little bit a little bit fun stuff you know Aaron gave us these like amazing cards that has like these amazing questions on it that um I think that will be amazing for women to talk about um so I wanted to go ahead and read off those cards to you guys and get your opinion on them and everything like that um I have to go ahead and grab the cards from my um gallery so you'll see my camera turns off a little bit so I'll go ahead and read them as I get them along okay let's go ladies and so it's like open discussion yes honey mm-hmm. all right now uh chrissy ready look at it listen you know chrissy stay ready oh my gosh chrissy stay ready okay so the first one can you guys see me still not yet okay that's fine because I'm, I'm still reading i just wanted to make sure so the first question is when it comes to dating do you prefer to go with the flow or label and define things? So I actually want to hear from Jasmine first. Jasmine, when it, it comes to, when it comes to dating, do you prefer to go with the flow or label and define things? Label and define what's I don't uh, get. Okay, so look. 
when you are with somebody, you're dating somebody, you're talking to somebody, you're, and you're fucking somebody. You know, you enjoy this person. Would you rather it just be, oh, we're just fucking around, we're enjoying each other company, or are you a, oh, no, we need to call this a relationship. I need to be your girlfriend. You need to be my man. You need to be my partner. You need to be my spouse. Which one are you? Um, I'm not either. It depends. Okay. I'm, I don't know. My life experience was like not, I'm like just like that because of like everyone and their experience. But I mean, aside from that, like some, some things period, like people are just going to like be how they are when it comes down to anything. But I'm like, yeah, it depends on the situation because I am not like, you know, what's never like, oh, I have I have to be this. We're, we're doing this. I mean, if it was, wow, like everything in any situation, relationship being the same, like with anyone, you know, like certain things are the same, but if it's certain things different where you're going to want to say, oh, am I this or that thing? Yeah, you know, kind of like with anything else you need a title for in life. Yeah. Oh, I'm an electrician or are you this or that or whatever kind of thing. So I'm curious to know, um, and this is completely short weeks. So I'm so sorry because I know you would never do this, but I'm so intrigued by Jasmine. It's utterly ridiculous. So <laughs> Jasmine, are you in a relationship right now? Huh? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How old is your baby? Oh, five months. Okay, so then, how? I know, like, I, I gotta go from him, but I love him, but yeah. <laughs> so how, how did that relationship start if you don't require, you know, to put a label on things? Like, how did that relationship start for you? Was it like, oh, you know, oh, I'm with you all the time, so hey, we're here. We don't make it happen or not. We, I, I heard you and everything, but I was trying to see you was asking me, I know, but was you asking me like mine or anyone's? Like no, yours. Like, because I because I, I listened to your answer and I wanted to know well, how did your relationship start? Like um, was it was it did you was you were you the one that was like all right let's do this or was he the one that was like all right let's do this? No, kind of like a lot of situations. Some with a lot of people. I mean, we're all different, but just a lot of general things are the same. So. That's why I talk because it is the case. So with this particular thing in this case, it's like it was at my job, and I met him at my job and stuff in school, and I'm just being regular like everyone, and no one's, you know, you know like that kind of stuff. And then I help them out like I do other people and give them a ride, and he's cool and kind of likes the same things I like so then I start like talking and hanging out and then <laughs> you know he started like you know kind of liking me so I just gave him the chance and just kind of happened but it wasn't like talked about like the relationship being so no not in this case but it winded up being it and he wanted it so mm-hmm. he was cool and I liked it more. Okay. Most but yeah. <laughs> so next, here's the thing. I told y'all Felicia and I are really friends outside of the 
outside of a list. So um, I'm I'm actually Mm-mm. a little bit curious to hear what she has to say, and I'm also listening for those key points that I talked to you about when we talked about this before. Hey, you know, okay, so, girl. What you got to say, girl? <laughs> what you got to say? I'm a mixture of both. Okay. Because I feel like when you are getting to know someone, you're going with the flow off top, like. You don't text some person one day and be like, we just met 24 hours ago. What we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, you going with the flow. You trying to figure somebody out, get to know them. And it's okay to just go with the flow. But once emotions get involved and everything else, later down the road, it could be eight, nine months later, you like, all right, what the fuck we doing? Because the older you get, at some point, you want to know, what the end game is. Yep. Like, are we doing this just for fun? Or do we have the same goal in mind? Because we could fuck around for a year and you could want to be somewhere else with somebody else. But you've invested time, feelings, all this other shit, and that shit you can't get back. So what are we really doing here? The first eight months was cool. I love you now, bitch. So what are we doing? <laughs> What's what's next? And if niggas don't have answers for what's next, deuces. That's it. So that's why I say I'm a mixture of both because off rip you going with the flow. But at some point, you don't necessarily have to put a label on it, but you you gotta know what's next. Even people that have been with somebody for five years. They want to know what's next. Like, we getting married or we staying in this relationship? Hello? People want to know, but then you have people that don't give a shit. They just be like, that's going to be my forever special friend. And, you know, I don't want to be nobody's forever special friend. Better put a ring on it, baby. <laughs> Chrissy! I know, <laughs> Chrissy, I know, feel I know, me. <laughs> I, know, I know you got something for us, Chrissy. I know you got it. Yeah, man. Like I agree with both Jasmine and the goat. Like seriously, like you, when you, upon meeting someone that you're interested in, that you're attracted to, that you know, even if you're not even thinking about um, a relationship, but you're just this person is attracted to you, and then they like say, "Hey, I'm attracted to you. I want to chill with you. I want to hang out with you." You know, and you know, you know what you want in life. If you know what you want, and if this person comes into your life and says hey I want the same thing as you you know like unless it's I mean if it's true if it's true that's great but if it's not exception you know like so definitely a a label or some type of title is necessary for me personally because I do have an end goal in mind I want to get married I want a husband I don't want just to be fucking you you know like I, I'm I'm about to be 40 I have four babies you know what I mean like I have you know like I, I'm thinking about retirement and stuff I'm thinking about my end you know the end of my life you know and not just that but just being happy on a daily I want somebody who wants to have me on a daily not just somebody who just wants to fuck around here and there you know what I mean like that's just that's fried as fuck like what the fuck is that about that's not (laughs) 
that's not where it's at for some people that might be that seems like a pretty lonely existence for me you know in my opinion that some people are happy with that but I want something that's meaningful that has a lot of 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 volume that has a lot of you know Mm -hmm. that, that has a lot of you know everything you know that builds that you know, creates that's beautiful, that's love, that's happiness every single day, that's unifying every single day, you know, mm-hmm. and not just because it feels good, not just because you're lonely, not just because you just need somebody to talk to, you know, like, oh, I'll talk to you, but, you know, establish those boundaries. That's why boundaries are important mm-hmm. and labels and stuff are important because people got to be accountable for those things, you know, don't call me your woman. If I'm not gonna really be your woman, if you're not gonna treat me like I'm your woman, see, I'm ding, I am ding, a ding. little bit, I'm a little bit different when it comes to like you know um, the situation at hand. Um, I feel like I've always been a you know just go with the flow type of girl. Like I didn't require anybody to make me their girlfriend, which which now as I am 32. And I have been in therapy for the past year and a I'm half. Ready to get off. You know, I, I literally like, you know, I, I feel as if like I've changed. Like at first I was like, mm, I don't want it. Like I, I'm so used to being free. Like I just like to do what I want and all of that good stuff. But when, when my girlfriend came along, I was definitely like, you know, like, okay, like this is, this is, I'm happy with her. This is, I want this more than I want any in anything else any of my other situations so I was like okay let's go ahead and lock this down so I was the one which is ironic that actually proposed to get into a relationship first and I just found that odd about myself because I had never required to be anybody's girlfriend beforehand right. so I'm, I, I think that you never really wanted a relationship though yeah, I, I, I never really wanted one. Wow. Like I, I didn't think relationships was for me until I met Jasmine. And I'm just like, you know, oh my God, like I want to be with this girl for the rest of my life. Like, you know, we go through our shit. You know, it's not always rainbows and butterflies, but I'm happy I made that decision to become, you know, an actual monogamous relationship. So I'm happy we made that choice. So um, let's go ahead and we can go to the next card. Um, so this next card says, if saying no was a form of self-love, when it's time, you wish you would love, you would have loved yourself more by doing so. What is, when is the time that you wish you would have loved yourself by doing so? So to break the question down, in relationships, I feel like we get into all you know these these situations where we are belittling ourselves and settling when we should be saying no because of how much we love each other. And um, I actually I told my girlfriend this um, not too long ago. I told her I was just like, hey, don't get me wrong, I'm happy with you. I'm very happy in a relationship with you. I'm happy I'm your girlfriend. I have, I'm happy you're my girlfriend. However, I've established this happiness before you came into my life. And I wish that in my situation that I was in before I was with Jasmine, that I was more like that because I was really, I was literally putting so much pressure onto our relationship 
that it started causing us started causing us to have so much drama and so much like ill shit happening between us because I wasn't putting myself first when it comes to that self-love and that self-care. So um, Felicia, do you think that like, you know, that, that there's a limit to that or when do you think that you should start establishing self-love? Um, I feel like you should start to establish self-love when you see yourself putting others before yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you got to put yourself first. So if you're in a situation where you're bending over backwards for someone and doing X, Y, and Z, but they're not even meeting you halfway, something's wrong. And you realize it, but you continue to still do whatever you're doing. That's when you need to take a step back and be like, you know what? No, it's not a tit for tat thing, but it. at what point do I put my feelings, my emotions, mm-hmm. and myself first? If I'm texting and calling you all day and you're not texting me like three days later, but then you want me to text when you text me? Girl, go to hell. <laughs> like, respectfully, okay. fuck you. So respectfully, at that point, I'm saying no. Because I have to put myself first. If I do X, Y, and Z for your birthday and you don't do shit for me, no. You don't love me the way I love you. So at that point, I have to say no and find my self-love mm-hmm. so I can be happy and I can accept the right love when it comes to me. Mm-hmm. Because right now I'm accepting the bare minimum. So that's when you learn to say no. I feel you. I um, I always talk about this scene in um, Civil War which is a Marvel movie where um, her niece was um, and Peggy who's one of the founders of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm showing my complete nerd side but um, she, um, she, she said her aunt was asked, she asked her um, like how does she prevail in a work field that is meant for men to succeed and not women and I will never forget this line because I use this literally in, in everything in life and she was just like compromise where you can't where you can and where you can't don't and I think that that's literally like what what it comes when it comes to self-love and relationships like hey you know like I can go ahead and I can compromise on these things or I can't that's where I put my foot down and I'm gonna go ahead and say something about it so Jazz Jazz, are you here? Yes. Awesome. What do you feel about saying no when it comes to self-love within your relationship? Just saying no to any little whatever. Like, just how do I feel about saying no to something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're in a relationship, when it comes to, like, you know, when you're just, you you have to say no for self, for yourself. Um. I feel okay, but sad depends on what I'm saying no to, but okay, because okay. everybody's going to be, everybody has that sense with that or something like, no, I, I you know, whatever thing that, you know, it's kind of like mutual that we feel that we should be like that or, or uh-huh. you're going to all be like, 
I can't, you know, or no, you know, no to something. Sometimes some things will be hard, but I mean, you you gotta sometimes say no to something, like anything else. But it's not always gonna be comfortable. You're gonna try to want to not be able to, you know what I mean? But right. Sometimes. But yeah, I, I don't have that that I I haven't ever like often had that type of feeling with something. Just sometimes within my my relationship spirit, the ones I've had, <laughs> it wasn't like a lot of things I had to say. Like, well, yeah, but not like too much. No, girl, I understand. I absolutely understand. Um, so let's go ahead and get into this next card. And I love this. I love, love, love this question because I feel as if as, as women, we don't give ourselves enough credit for the shit that we endure, the things that we sacrifice, the mountains that we climb, the <laughs> everything. We don't give ourselves enough credit. So the question is, what is something that you do that you don't thank yourself enough for. And because you are a new mom, Jazz, I wanna go ahead and start with you. What is something that you do that you do that you don't think that you give yourself enough credit for? Um, I didn't know how to say this one. Like giving someone so much um benefits of the doubt like mm -hmm. some niceness something that you're giving them it for you know like so much benefits of the doubt and then they don't you know so much niceness and they don't appreciate it the person like that you gave it to and they're not acknowledging it and you give it to them because most people you know they probably wouldn't like some things you're not particularly going to be um, tolerant, but everybody's tolerant to a lot of things, most things, but some things no one's supposed to be like super, super tolerant. And when you do, like, like I'm saying, I have to some things like you're super, super, super tolerant to some things you're not supposed to be like that. And, you know, it's super tolerant, you know, too much to them for what they were doing. Hi, Fifi. Girl, I know you, I listen. The crazy thing is Whoa. that I answer this question for you. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and let you answer it. Okay, cause you could be wrong. So I would say it's what I don't give myself credit for, right? Mm -hmm. What you I don't give yourself enough for? I don't what? What you don't thank yourself enough for. Okay, yeah. Okay, just making sure. Um, being the strong person that I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I beat down on myself sometimes. Or, you know, you get in your mind and start to think stuff. But it's like, really, I'm stronger than I give myself credit for. And, you know, it's like, I'm a dope-ass motherfucker. For real, for real. And I don't acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. I don't thank myself for continuing to be this loving person and just being the person that I am. 
I kind of look at it as a downfall and reality is not. So that's my answer. The thing what that was I you going to say? <laughs> Are you All back, right, Christy, can you hear us? I can hear you. Sorry about that, lady. My phone died. Hi, girl. <laughs> okay, so you came here just in time. So we're asking, as a woman, what do you think that you don't give yourself enough credit for? Like, what, what, what do you don't tell yourself, like, you're thankful for? Uh, I don't give myself enough credit for being, you know, doing the best that I can every day. You know, just realizing that today is my first day being here today. (laughs) I don't give myself enough credit for that because sometimes I be just all wrapped up in my feelings and what I be thinking and, Mm -hmm. you know, responsibilities and stuff like that and, like, obligations and everything that I don't really... Uh, give myself enough credit for just being present. I just got here today. I just woke up. I just had to, like, today is the first day I experienced today. So I don't give myself enough credit for being present. That's what, that's my answer. Um, I definitely completely can agree with you on that. Um, the thing that I think that I don't give myself enough credit for is how genuinely I am a good person. Um, I always I always have this conversation with my ex about humans just being such a letdown. And we always come to the conclusion that if we would go ahead and wake up every day and decide at the bare minimum to just be a decent human being, then a lot of the times people wouldn't have to worry about like, oh, this person fucking me over, this person betraying me, or this person not having my back. I don't give myself enough credit to know that I'm not built like that. You know, um, some years ago when I became friends with Adina Howard, um, I remember once she told me, she was just like, you know, you have like this genuine organic personality. And it's going to attract all walks of life. And it's up to you of who you share your space with. And for the longest, mind you, I met Adina when I, when I was like in my early 20s. I'm 32 now. I didn't realize what she meant until like a couple of years ago. When I was just like, oh, now it makes sense. Like, you know, I'm really genuinely a really good person. And it's not something that I think of myself. It's my friends that have told me this. Um, over and over and over and over and over again like Kalisha can attest to that literally I'm always getting told this by my friends of how genuinely a good person that I am even though I think that like as people we have our flaws you know as a woman I have my flaws and as a person I have my flaws but at my core it's just so genuine and so organic that you know I would give my shirt off my back to somebody that's on the street because they needed it and I knew I had another shirt at home I don't give myself enough credit like just saying like hey you for real for real a good ass person you a good ass person (laughs) so that's what I think I don't give myself enough credit for so um let's go ahead and go to the next card let's go ahead and grab it awesome 
So the next card says, after, oh, I, I love this card. After extremely bad sex, your significant other asks you, how was it? What do you say? And I actually want to go to Fifi first. Um, ouch. I just feel like I'm gonna be like, there's a few things we can work on, <laughs> talk about some things, but like we was lacking in a few areas where we could pick this up, try a few things again, you know, because I feel like sometimes the first time is always a little, sometimes the second time is better, but terrible sex, we gotta talk about it and we gotta try one more time after that. I don't know to tell you because I ain't going to give you nothing no more. It's done. It's a wrap. See, here's the thing about me when it comes to bad sex. When it comes to somebody that I'm not with or that I'm not in love with or anything like that, I'll be completely upfront and honest and be like, oh no, this isn't what I like. <laughs> but with my significant other or somebody that I'm involved with intimately, you know, I would, I don't, I wouldn't say anything. I, I, I don't say anything. I'll let it go. And I, but there's just, a difference. I mean, it is like, I'm, I'm, I'm emotionally involved now. So like, I don't want to hurt that person's feelings saying, I'm telling them like, um, sex wasn't what I wanted it to be, you know? But at this, at that point, you probably already did it a couple of times. That's why y'all together. Yeah, you know, but still, I still don't say, I still don't tell them that if I don't like it, I still don't tell them that I don't like it though. I don't know what, what is it that about me? Like, you know, cause I've been in situations where, you know, I've definitely went ahead and stuck with somebody, you know, because I, I loved them and the sex wasn't that great. You know, I mean, I, I've, mm. I've, I've been in that situation. So I, I don't know why I'm like that. Like I said, if I'm not intimately involved with you, I'll tell you it's shitty or I'll tell you that I'm not going to call you ever again. That's definitely one of my lines. Um, but, well, you know, when I'm in a relationship sorry, with them, no, I, I don't tell them that. So I want to go ahead and go to Chrissy next. But Chrissy, can you turn your camera horizontally so we can go ahead and make sure that the viewers are seeing y'all pretty face, girl? Yeah, man. So when it comes to bad sex, um, first of all, sex is sacred to me. Like, I'm not just receiving, I'm giving too. So it's sacred. Like, I'm putting my energy into whoever I'm sexual with. So um, if, it's, if, it's, if the energy isn't there, then it's bad. It's all bad. And I'm not going to want to experience that again. Period. I don't even have to say anything. I'm just going to move on about my life because I don't have to. So, just, you know, you know, that's the same thing with guys do. They don't like or they think the sex is trash. They're not going to say shit. They ain't going to say shit. They're going to keep it moving. They're going to keep it moving. You know, just like, you know, I, I um, thankfully, like, because I, I, I value monogamy. My, I always tell people this. My brother always says, "You're, you're a serial monogamous." It's true. I don't want to be fucking more than one person. That's you. You my person. If I'm fucking with you, 
If you fuck with me, just like some horror said, you stuck with me. <laughs> if you don't want to be, that's fine. I'm okay with it, you know? But if it's bad, bruh, <laughs> move along. Okay? Because <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to keep entertaining you if I don't like it. If I don't at least, at least, at least like it. If I don't at least like it, I'm not going to do it again with you. Period. And I don't have to explain it. I don't have to say nothing. Because you don't. <laughs> or, you know, like if I care about you, I'm going to say, hey, listen, I don't think we should cross that line again. <laughs> I, <wonder why. laughs> I think we should just be friends. Honestly. <laughs> I absolutely understand. I absolutely. I wanna um I wanna see what Jasmine has to say about this, Jazz. What you got to say about this girl? Yeah. What is the question? Okay. So the question is that if you have a significant other and you have and you have sex with them and their sex is bad, how do you handle that afterwards? Do you tell them about it or do you just keep doing it? Yeah, I, I haven't had it. I don't know. I can kind of guess what it probably is. I I I don't know. It depends. With my type of personality, I probably wouldn't tell them. But it depends on how I feel or who it is. Like a lot of things in life, I probably would tell them. You know, depending on that. <laughs> but yeah, I probably wouldn't tell them. Depending on how I'm feeling. <laughs> you said you wouldn't tell them. And, then again, yeah, it depends how I feel and or who it is. But usually, no, some things I, I'm not comfortable with saying to somebody. Just not, you know. So you just going to be over here taking bad dick for the rest of your life instead of telling them that, like, listen, baby, you ain't hitting the spot. It ain't there yet. It ain't hitting it, Pippi. No. You going to do that, Jasmine? <laughs> No one can go on like that, like with anything else. You would probably have to tell somebody, yeah, you would. <laughs> if it's going to be however long, you know, you really like them. But <laughs> yeah, you would have to tell them, right? <laughs> right. I, I, don't, don't get me wrong. I agree with you because like in my answer, I stated that I, I, would, I wouldn't tell somebody, I wouldn't tell my partner this, but I'm, I'm so quick to tell someone that I'm not intimately involved with. However, there comes a time in a woman's life where if you ain't doing what you're supposed to do, baby, listen, you gotta, something gotta happen. Something gotta happen. Like I, I was, I was messing around with this guy for three years. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't completely in love with him and the sex was not great. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't as great as I would have wanted to be because of our feelings with each other. So I never told him about it. However, I know what you mean. Huh? I know what you mean. Right. I, I just I just felt like, you know what I'm saying? I had to hint it. You know, I, I had to like some drop some clothes and be like, look, baby, this other person be folding me up like a pretzel, even though I'm a big bitch. Can you do that? <laughs> yeah. You have to drop subtle hints. Cause like I don't, I couldn't see myself because I had been with him for three years like literally just allowing this to continue to transpire 
you know, when, you know, it just, it just wasn't the best. <laughs> yeah, you're right, girl. <laughs> I love these women, ladies, if you're listening out there, I know it's a very uncomfortable conversation to have. And I promise you, I will have that conversation. I will, I will take that journey with you. I will walk that pathway with you to tell your significant other that they are not sexually satisfying you because we deserve good sex. God damn it. We bear your children. We have fucking kids. That alone should be like, yes, let's give her supreme dick. Whether it's a strap or a real one. <laughs> All right, let's see what this next question is. I think this is our last question too. Yes, this is our last question. So our last question is, what's the last book you read and what was it about? So Jasmine, what was the last book you read and what was it about? The last book? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't read one lately, but I... Wasn't What's the last. the last book you wanted to read? What was the book that you was like, oh, I need to grab that so I can read it? I don't know. When I did read some books, well, I tried to do the, what you call the books that you read off on the phone. I oh, the tried books or, e or Kindle? Yeah, but before that, I was reading, Um, I'm not much of a, I do like to learn things, but I'm not much of a quote-unquote reader. I don't have anything against it though. But no, I, I have and um it was a while ago. The last one I read was something like Twilight, because I like the Twilight movies, even though it's not Tell me so and Harry Potter. But yeah, I kinda read some and Julie B. Jones, but really it was the Harry Potter and the Twilight was my last ones I read. <laughs> So the last book that I read, um, so I went to New Orleans for my birthday and um, I'm pretty sure, well, Felicia knows this and Aaron probably knows this about me, but I'm, I'm, I'm really, I, I, don't, I don't call myself a baby witch, but on the out, outsiders, I'm a baby witch. So the last book I read, what I'm, well, I'm currently reading is called Orishas, Oshas, Voodoo and Voodoo, Connecting to Your Inner Goddess. So it's a book about just um, identifying the different Orishas that's in you, getting close to Oshan um, and um, the stigma that society has that voodoo is a negative thing when it actually isn't. It, it isn't. It just depends on what you practice. And, you know, voodoo and the Sansaida, like all of that good stuff, is, all of that good stuff is in this book. Um, it makes me feel like I am really connecting with who I'm supposed to be. Um, Cause I've always felt like I was just like this weird ass person. And so like, you know, this book just kind of solidifies that I'm not. <laughs> so it's a really great book. I definitely recommend that, you know, everyone reads it. I'll post it so you can see it and everything like that. Follow me and all that good stuff. Um, Fifi, what's the last book you read or what are you currently reading and what was it about? Okay, so I haven't really read any books, not currently reading anything. But um, I was recommended to read The Alchemist. Okay, I've read that. And um, okay, so yeah, I was recommended to read that, but I haven't started it yet. I know it's about a shepherd, right? That mm -hmm. he's like a uh, has like a prophecy. 
Mm-hmm. And he goes on this journey and all this other stuff. So, see, I did a little research because <laughs> I'm going to read it. Well, I got through like first couple of pages. But um, that is a book that I do want to finish because it, it came highly recommended. So, I do want to go ahead and give that a shot. I just need to find the time to actually sit down with a clear mind and a clear conscience. Yeah. You know, read a book. I got to set that atmosphere. Until I can set that atmosphere, I'm not reading the book. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that, like, you know, you have to be in the mood moment to read a book, honestly. Absolutely. Because there's so much that's going on right now um, in, in, lot, in your life in general and in society that is like, you know, it's kind of like, it's easier to take your phone and scroll through social media than it is to, like, yeah. put down your phone and grab a book and read it. And that's the biggest thing with our age and society right now is like social media like it's that not be battling with that I'm currently like okay so I just need to go ahead and do this little six month binge shut it all down pop up on y'all in six months fit cute you know all that good stuff and have a better mental state yeah, you scroll next thing you know it's like three o'clock in the morning you like damn I you like damn why tiktok got me up this late because <laughs> it definitely be tiktok tiktok can take you out the game you watch your videos it's like five hours later you're like what the fuck i go to bed <laughs> well that concludes this episode of homo's Yay. talk show on verse tv this is ladies week i personally want to thank jasmine so much for your input and being a part of the show Christy, Felicia, my lovely friend for the last call. This is week 118. And I personally want to thank first and foremost, Aaron, for giving us this opportunity and this platform to have us some girl chat. You know, some girls. Thank you, Aaron. Also, thanks, Troy Weeks, for making me the great, amazing co-host that I am because I literally channel my inner Troy Troy Weeks. (laughs) But that's it, everybody. This is week 118 of the Homeless Talk Show on Verse TV. This is Ladies Week, and we are signing out with my girl Jasmine. Chrissy signed out already, and Fifi. And y'all know I'm OG Muffy Johnson. Make sure y'all tune in next week. Peace out, everybody. Bye. <laughs> the Homeless Talk Show on Verse TV. Who's Chrissy from the land? Jasmine from H-Town. It's your girl, OG Muffy Johnson. Felicia from Columbus, Ohio. Week 118. And this is Ladies Week, y'all. On Verse TV. Week 118. And this is Ladies Week, y'all.